What's up, everyone? Welcome to Comic Talk. I'm Nick America. I'm Josh Manhunter. And we are Omega Level. Oh, now, stop. I'm talking. There's different people sitting here now. There's a different name. Moving forward, the show is going to be Omega Level from now on. That is the name of the show. We're still going to do, be doing comics. Um, but we have a different episode that's going to be coming out every week now. That's going to be a movie analysis episode that I'm really, really excited about. So, yeah, moving forward, this is what the show is now. We're Omega Level, and it is me and Josh that are going to be doing it now. And that's just the way it is. So keep your fat mouth shut and enjoy. Oh, I didn't realize this was a we thing as he just dominated the conversation. Anyways, recently started Justice League Odyssey. I was really on the fence about this, given the team, the oh. weird team that mm -hmm. they can. I mean, mm -hmm. Cyborg, Azrael. I do like the John Paul. I like that. Uh, that Azrael is John Paul. Jean, Jean Paul. Paul. Sounds like he's from Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jean Paul. I'm Azrael. Where's you, Jackman? <laughs> uh, been also, perfect. really appreciate Starfire. Always a big fan of her. Got to have know? her. And, of course, Jessica Cruz. I, myself, am not familiar with Jessica Cruz, but I am definitely a growing fan of hers during this four issues that we've read. He's, yeah, he's definitely not very well informed on Jessica Cruz. He's a huge sexist. You'll see as, as okay. time moves on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was very iffy on the team, right? When we were looking through um, newer series that had come out that we wanted to start reading for the show, I was like, what about uh, Justice League Odyssey? I was like, the story sounds great, but I'm not sold on the team. And... He was like, you know, let's just check it out, see what's going on. It's only a couple issues in. <laughs> if we waste our time, we waste our time on three issues. Oh, no. But, man, like, I'm really digging it. I'm not a Cyborg fan, but he is awesome in this series so far. They're doing him very well. I already like Jessica Cruz. Like, she's no Jon Stewart. It's the best lantern. But, of course. Stewart. But she's cool. I like her. Uh, I love Starfire. You got to love you some Starfire. She's amazing. And, of course, Azrael is always awesome. And the fact that Darkseid's going to be in this, uh, yeah, let's go. Huge spoiler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huge spoiler. Huge spoiler for the first three pages. For the first three pages and the first cover art. But you know <laughs> This uh, series right now is about um, the ghost sector is an area of like the universe that um, Jessica Cruz is out like, uh, not policing, but she's sort of like watching over and monitoring it, you know? Oh, she's got that Boy Scout look. She's yeah, yeah, in so, there. She's policing. Oh, oh, yeah. she's, she's policing. She's got her scouts going on, but she's out there basically policing this area, making sure that you know nothing comes in, nothing comes out. She's out there patrolling the yeah. area, making sure that there's not some sort of issue with no the shenanigans. ghost sector. No shenanigans. Yeah. Absolutely no shenanigans shenanigans when it comes to the one of Jessica Cruz. The ghost sector is uh, a bunch of home worlds that Brainiac and <laughs> like miniaturized. And so uh, this is following up from a previous the series. is not ready. Yeah, this is following up from a previous series that I did not read so I'm not super knowledgeable on what happened to lead mm -hmm. up to this, right? But they tell you so much information in the first issue that you're, you're essentially caught up. Like, I wasn't confused or lost at all one bit reading this. No. As long as no. you're familiar with the characters, you're going to know what's going on. Like, it's very it's very easy to read, which is really cool, considering that, like, they're trying to make this a new jumping on point for this series, but it's tying into older stuff. I think it's done very well. I absolutely feel very the well. same way. Uh, when they jump in, I like their introduction of the characters. I do, too. You start out with Jessica Cruz. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I skipped a little bit. They do tell you the breakdown of the mul of the ghost sector. Right. Expanding those worlds into the multiverse that, once I said before, is not ready to oh, see. Oh, definitely not ready. Uh, but when they get onto Jessica Cruz, she's messing with the ghost sector. Hey, don't you point at me. Mm -hmm. Not not during this one, all right? Mm. Yeah, you sip your cup. Brainiac shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. Okay, like I didn't have enough troubles already going on. Yeah, let's have a party now. Brainiac's here. Yay. Brainiac's here. And he's supposed to be dead? <laughs> That's a big spoiler. God, man, Brainiac died yeah, like yeah. four issues ago. Yeah, from the last Jeez, series. from the last series that they're branching off of. Yeah, uh, but spoilers. Who's controlling the uh, Brainiac ship? None other than Cyborg and Starfire. With a stowaway of Azrael on the ship, and they're trying to get into the ghost sector, which is like, what, why? 
Yeah. Nobody I, wants into the ghost sector. First I'm pretty off. sure Jessica Crew doesn't even know what the ghost sector is. Yeah. She's just, yeah. She just knows that traveling through it will probably kill you. Going into the ghost sector is a suicide mission. Jessica Cruz, as I was saying earlier, is, you know, she's a she's a newer Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. She's been doing her thing for the core. You know, well, she's very, like, all about that, as you no, can see yeah, through most of the dialogue that they've written. She's a Green Lantern. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, through and through. There's They're no, all scouts. Like, there's no, oh, no, I don't know if I feel this way, or my, my will isn't strong no, enough. No. Yeah, she is very, like I was saying <laughs> earlier, Boy Scoutish, which is which is all fine, but that act needs to drop if uh, <laughs> she needs to... It's the lantern. Assistance, you know. Yeah, it's it's the lantern. No, I know, I know. How you got a little bit of jokey, jokey, but we're going back to Jess. But he's still, he's still scouty though. How still, still a boy scout? Still scouty. I love that Azriel is like. He, I've always loved how stoic and just like justice. Right. Yeah. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he comes in. I love uh, Azriel, dude. Well, they I've get through. They get through through this ghost sector. Obviously, no one is familiar with what they know. They Starfire, Cyborg, they are very familiar. Well, know of the ghost sector. Right. I'm sure, mm-hmm. they don't. You, it's hard yeah, to know all the things, yeah. all the ins and outs of that. Uh, they get there, obviously a very unfamiliar place and huge monsters. I mean, just very obscure things that they yeah. add into these things. Yeah. Starfire is doing a little thing, but lo and behold. The man among the man, men. The man. The myth. <laughs> the broken. The side. The, the side. Gosh. <laughs> also, can I say I love his design for this series. Dude, the way that they're drawing dark side in this is love. amazing. The, the art, art period is incredible in jail and mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Odyssey right now. It's really incredible. But yeah, the first issue is with Darkseid showing up, and he's like, you're all gods. That's why I called you here. It's like, what? <laughs> Good news. <laughs> Good news. You're all gods. So yeah, Welcome to the, the family. So that's the premise of Odyssey. They go into the ghost sector, and apparently Cyborg, Starfire, and Azrael are gods. These, all, these ancient civilizations and cultures that are living on these planets in the ghost sector have been worshiping these three as gods. They have, like, statues and monuments and stuff to them. Mm-hmm. It's like, how is this even possible? Like... When, when when did this happen? What connection? Yeah. yeah what is going happen? on? And like we're on issue four right now, and like it's doing a great job of building. We still have no idea how they're gods, why they're gods, how these people came to start worshiping them as gods. Like Darkseid comes and tells them all this, like you got to work with me, like I'm gonna help you or, or whatever. You know, it's like but you, but you know you Darkseid's up to me. something. It's like, no, can't trust Darkseid. You, you, you can never trust Darkseid. It's Darkseid. But he did seem a little weak in this so far. He did, right? I don't so know if he's holding back. At one point, Cyborg and Darkseid were fighting, and Cyborg even has the thought. He's like, I'm keeping up with Darkseid, and that should not be possible, because no, it should be possible. But the guy that can't even enter this universe like without destroying it, it's not possible. So there's something going with Darkseid. I'm not fully convinced that it is Darkseid. Really? Yeah, that it's maybe really not that. a projection of something else or someone mimicking Darkseid, right? Hmm. I'm not fully convinced it is him. Okay. And if okay. it is him, he obviously is holding back. He doesn't want to murder Cyborg. And <laughs> well, yeah, he needs him to do something for I him. I mean, you don't destroy your chess pieces before <laughs> yeah, you win, right? you know? So if it is Darkseid, he's obviously, obviously up to no good, up to nefarious means. Oh, man. Obviously. I'm also, not sure. the introduction of a new, well, villain? Maybe not villain? Rapture? Oh, Rapture. Dude, he is cool looking so I mean, far. I like the design. Where, oh, of course. And apparently Azrael's like, I like you're wearing my old outfit, yeah. my old armor. <laughs> well, of course. Got to pay homage, right? Yeah, he seemed to be like the only one that was left that was uh, a worshiper or follower of Azrael's mm-hmm. godhood, right? Mm-hmm. He was like the devout follower of Azrael. And he's kind of peppered in throughout, and then he finally meets up with Azrael at the end of the last at issue. The end and of it's the like, last oh, issue. snap. Dude, in Cyborg's world that he's supposed to be the god of, that world was fresh. <sighs> the machine world. Yeah, the machine man. world. That was so cool. Oh, man. Woo! Great ending. Ending on the third issue too yeah, for that dude. to be the final thing oh, that, that was that, great. Ra- that closing oh, panel was awesome awesome oh and then starfire it was issue two i believe yeah, which yeah. is actually my favorite of the four yeah, so was far a great issue uh she they found her statue first she was the first yeah, god she's that the first they god realized they whoa mm-hmm. what's going on why are they praising me mm-hmm. and this priest the only one left of their race i'm pretty sure yeah after everything fell apart and everyone's dead yeah, oh, man. yeah brutal brutal yeah well 
she he was so glad that she showed up you know to help them to save them they you know she finally came their goddess their goddess that they're preaching for they're praying for you mm -hmm. know and he takes them to uh, the statue of uh, like Starfire, right? Mm -hmm. And there's like a, it's holding an artifact, and it's this godly like artifact thing. But this guy is dying, and he says that the writings on the artifact say that Starfire has the ability to learn language through contact, which is something she does have. It's like, how does this know that? Yes. You know? And like she even says, "You mean my ability to do this?" And uh, he's like dying, he's hurt, and she's like, "You're hurt, I can help you." And he's like, "Well, like basically, I'm dead. Let me." Like, allow me to give you my knowledge of our language so that you can learn all this because she can through physical contact. So she touches them, learns the language, and he dies. And she's never done that to someone they've died before. And she even says, like, it feels different. Well, through absorbing the language, she can read what the artifact says. But also, the priest had some kind of weird evil within him that went into Starfire, and she went nutso, yeah. freaked out, and started wrecking and destroying everything. Is this what happened to, this, to these people? Did the priest kill of, them all, or did some kind of evil sickness cause them all to go crazy and kill each other? Like, what happened to this culture? I mean, maybe being broken out of what, you know, basically little, uh, what, glass containers that Brainiac yeah. decided to put these <laughs> worlds in? Yeah, these I whole mean, entire worlds. Like, to have them do that, I'm assuming that maybe they are maybe infected mm -hmm. completely, and he's one of the last living ones, and maybe it's not contagious. I don't know if it's just this race, because yeah. she only got it when she gave the blessing, mm -hmm. when she said that old Sumerian prayer, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? To exalt or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Know. When she said that and then con and like had contact with him, she she got the uh, the evil. Yes. And uh, they um, other cultures or whatever know of this, too. They say whenever they come in, I think the third issue when they go to another world, they're concerned that they may have this sick. They may have a sickness. No, oh, of course, right? Mm -hmm. And well, they not concerned. Starfire does have the sickness. What's well, like, similar she's dying. to you know real life? You go across seas. Yeah, it's you like need oh, vaccines. what are you what yeah. are you bringing here? You know, <laughs> what are you bringing? So these other worlds know that this culture had it, and they all died off from it. Mm -hmm. But we don't know what it was. And then she gets healed by dark side in disguise. Because see, it also begs the question: the cyborg did, world seems fine. Exactly. Did dark side even like, did he do this to him? Did he put the sickness on him to kill them all? I mean, he's dark side, bro. It's dark side. He always is up to something. He's a piece there of trash. There is absolutely no way <laughs> no, that he is going to turn out to be a good person. <laughs> no. And if mm -mm. he is, I'm done. No. If he is, he's not him. It's like Manhunter disguises him or something. And it's like, hey, why, are you Josh play, why are you playing these games? Yeah, Josh Manhunter. Let's calm that down real quick. <laughs> but yeah, so, so far, man, I'm really digging Odyssey. We're only four issues in. Uh, if you're mm -hmm. a fan of these characters, absolutely worth your time. Even if you're not, like, I'm not a fan, a huge fan of any of them. I like Starfire. I don't go out of my way to read things with Starfire. I like Jessica Cruz. I don't go out of my way to read things with her. And, like, same for Azrael. And Cyborg, I just don't really like. But the story itself is really cool. The way it's, it's going right now, the art is fantastic. The way the characters are depicted is really awesome. And it has Darkseid. I mean, I don't know what else and to say. And an awesome design of Darkseid. Dude, man. Oh. It's so sleek. It doesn't look too over the top. It really, mm -hmm. I don't know. God, it's so sleek. It's nice, dude. I like it's it. It's a, you could say Omega. Mm, got him. So we're not going to acknowledge the family member that was introduced? Cyborg's cousin? Oh, of course, man. Did you yeah. not see Cyborgarella? <laughs> Cyborgarella? <laughs> Cyborgarella was there. She was fire. Uh, no, but speaking of fire, Black Fur. Dude, Black. I was so hyped to see Black Fire. That's so man. dope. The awesome. evil sister of Starfire. If For those that don't know who that is, Black Fire is legit, and she is nuts. And, Super uh, powerful, too. And the uh, true heir to the Tamara. Yeah. Or, or Tamarin? Tamarin. Tamarin. True heir to Tamarin. the Tamarin throne. Yeah, she's uh, a piece obviously, of garbage. Obviously, Starfire is more deserving. She actually has a better heart. She's yeah. not evil. She's actually a good, pure <laughs> she's soul. She's actually a good person. <laughs> yeah, whereas Blackfire, no, just a piece of dog crap. Uh, really glad they introduced her. They did the, you know, I guess you could say cliche. They hit her face while Darkseid had a nice mm -hmm. little combo with her. Mm -hmm. Blackfire gave a little bit of a, 
uh, this is my world. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Also, the balls on that woman. So, you know, <laughs> right through, so like, I know, you know. Uh, what? <laughs> it's <a> dark side. <laughs> yeah, Love like, that. Standing up to the dark care. side. Always have my respect for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I start to question your sanity. Because, yeah, uh, 100% you know, question yep. that. Also makes me question, is dark side fully dark side? See, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, really dude. Like, there's a lot of questions going yeah. on right now. I love the way it's being written. I, I really love it. do. I so, yeah. really do. If you're a DC fan, definitely worth picking up. Fan of any of these characters, worth picking up. If you just like good stories, it's worth reading. Comic fans in general, like this is a really good series so far. Obviously, it's only four issues in, so it could take a drastic turn and be trash. Really good. And this last issue lost a writer, I believe. No, I didn't did it? feel like oh, it dropped man. any. I didn't either. I, I thought, thought it was issue four good. was pretty solid. Yeah. Two's my favorite. Four's, you know, yeah, good, it's still good. good. It's, good, it's keeping good consistency so far. Real good pace. Uh, and the art style. Really yeah, good. It's sleek. Fantastic, it's dude. sleek. It's fantastic. How they break the dialogue up, too. Like, they'll speak a different language, mm-hmm. but they'll have that at the very bottom of the, the bubble. And mm-hmm. then you can read with their man. It's, yeah, it's that really cool. Dope. That's really cool. I like to do that. So, yeah, we're going to be reading uh, Justice League Odyssey. Um, going to continue reading Mr. and Mrs. X moving forward. Uh, we're also going to read Martian Manhunter. There's only two issues, uh. so we're going to be reading that. Uh, and we're gonna pick up Heroes in Crisis. It's only a nine issue mini, uh, uh, nine issue mini series, so we're definitely gonna catch up and read all that and review that, talk about it. And the new Guardians of the Galaxy comes out this Woo! month. That old Donny Cates is writing, sure to be insane. It's uh, a bit of a continuation, a little bit from um, his Cosmic Ghost Rider series, and it ties heavily into the Infinity Wars hmm. uh, event that just happened. Super excited! It's Donny Cates. It's gonna be a huge event. Lots of people are gonna die. It's gonna be big. Massive what? crap's gonna happen. Oh yeah, people are gonna die. So we're gonna read that. Those are the five comics that we're gonna be reading at the moment. If anyone wants to read them with us and catch up, so you know what we're talking about, because like we're gonna spoil like nonstop. I mean, we're gonna talk about it like you have already read it as well. That's just what we're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, we, we we held back a little bit in a this one, bit, but I feel but like we still, we've definitely yeah. spoiled some big drops. So it is no secret. This is comic talk. Mm. We love comics. Mm. Avengers Endgame comes out this summer. Very, very soon, just a couple months, like what, two, three months away now? It's uh, in April. It is in April. Mm-hmm. So it's about three months away right now. So we're going to start reviewing or like reviewing. That's a good month, by the way. Uh, just had to get that out of there. Yeah, that yeah. is going to be a good it's month. Gonna be a great month. That is going to be a great month. We're going to review as in like actual review, not like a review of the, like a movie. We're going to be going back and watching all the team-up movies, like the big MCU team-up films. And the only reason we're only doing those is because there's just not enough time to watch one a week yeah. leading up to it. I mean, to Daredevil, Electra, we're hitting them all. <laughs> yeah. We're hitting them all. So we're going to watch Avengers, which we've already watched. We're about to talk about that in a second, the first Avengers. We're mm. also going to watch uh, Lincoln on the name of the second Come Avengers. Come on, dude. Age of Ultron. Come Thank on, you. man. We're going to watch Age of Ultron. We're going to watch Infinity War. We're going to watch uh, Civil War. Uh, we're going to watch... Um, we were debating on Winter Soldier, but that didn't feel like yeah, a Yeah, Winter Soldier's not really a big team-up film. Like, maybe maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I still don't think that one... I mean, it leads up. I mean, it, Ant-Man it, and the Wasp seems like it's going to have a... Uh, especially with him being in the Quantum The realm. Quantum Realms are a pretty big deal. So we might rewatch that one. That, uh, we'll have to s- map out the time and see if we have enough mm. for that. But yeah, we're definitely going to do the three. Yeah, well, Come on. We're going to do the three Avengers movies for sure. We're going to do um, Ragnarok because it's a team of films with Hulk and And it and literally Thor, leads so up it's gotta be. And the it leads up to the very beginning of Infinity War. War. Yeah, I like mean, you can't leave that out. Yeah. yeah. So that one, uh, then we're obviously going to watch Spider-Man, Black Panther, I'm sorry, Spider-Man Homecoming, Black Panther, uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. because they are all next phase big characters. Also, Stones involved. It. Stone? As in the Infinity Stones? The, the Sterns? The Sterns are in verb. The Sterns are verb. I mean, come on. Doctor Strange at the end? Yeah. Get out of here. So watch all those. Obviously, we'll watch Captain America, or Captain America, Captain Marvel before it comes out. So we're going to watch all these leading up to it, like the big team-ups, and then the ones that are going to be big phase uh, characters for the next phase. And we're going to talk about those. So we're going to talk for a few minutes right now about Infinity... 
the first Avengers before we wrap this nope, going episode Going into Infinity up. War. We just <laughs> lied about everything. So the first Avengers, man, like, first off, he has said multiple times to me this week, how insane is it that that is Joss Whedon's second film? Second film. It's not like the second thing he ever did in the entertainment industry. He had no, a bunch of TV no. shows. Well, not a bunch, but he did like Buffy, which is huge. He did Dollhouse, Firefly. He did Buffy. a Firefly movie, Serenity, which is his first movie, which is amazing. And then he did Avengers. Like, dude, what is this career? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? We get it. You want to stay in it yeah. for a while. You want to make some money. My and you want to have fun. He's a, he's a big comic book fan, too. Yeah. Uh, he huge says fan. He's written comics before. Yes, yeah. yes. It's amazing. So, yeah, the first Avengers, dude, he does such an amazing job of bringing the team camaraderie aspect to it, right? They do a great job of bringing everybody together because they're very scattered when the movie starts. Like, the MCU did a decent job of, like, building the characters, but it had, like, a Defenders effect where it didn't do such a great job of putting them all in line to be brought together immediately in the beginning oh, of the movie. Oh, of course not. Like, so, like, they had to, like, not scramble, but they had to spend some time bringing everyone together. The way they did it was awesome. I think the way that they bring Hulk in was perfect. That uh, was incredible. Well, I love that. I love that. I mean, that's the way great. to do that. And they, they made the smart choice of who to ask for, and that exactly. sets the stage exactly. for the next movies exactly. as well. It sets the stage for everything after that with him that and Widow. chemistry from the jump. I feel like Already Scarlett there. Johansson mm-hmm. and Mark Ruffalo were doing an excellent yeah. job on screen. Mark, I mean, especially it's Ruff- re-watching it's the first Avengers, seeing Mark Ruffalo get in here. I, he's, I, I mean, I've liked him from the jump, you know what I mean? But seeing him handle that awkward too smart for anybody else pretty much mentality of Bruce Banner but he doesn't Mm -hmm. push that on people he's not he's not Tony Stark you know what I mean he's not arrogant he's not gonna put that on you Bruce Banner's not gonna do he's super smart in that way that he knows he's more intelligent than like almost anyone he's ever in the same room with but he's not cocky about it he's actually kind of self-depreciating when you see him he's helping people yeah yeah he's in a like third mm -hmm. world country helping people yeah exactly he's also trying to obviously stay unnoticed but that doesn't go well because yeah that obviously doesn't work (laughs) it's shield (laughs) But yeah, Banner's very self-depreciating about his own thing. He's like a comedian. You know what I mean? Like, stand-up mm-hmm. comedians are always like making fun of themselves. Banner does the same thing with his intelligence. Like, it's it's really... It's very Stark to Stark. Okay. Mm, I can see him. that. Uh, it's very Stark. different than Tony Stark. <laughs> like, they work very well together. Like, I like their dichotomy. Also, Robert Downey Jr., this may be the best performance he gives in all of the MCU as Iron Man, in my opinion, is this movie. I think they made a big... Uh, definitive Iron Man. You think so? You think He's Avengers... definitively is- Stark and Iron Man in this movie. Just the interactions, it's the first time Him he's ever Pepper interacted too. with Hulk. Yeah. First time he's ever interacted with Captain America. And like you can he's already interacted with Widow before because she debuts in Iron Man too. So like the first time he's interacted you take off that suit. What do you what are you really on? <laughs> yeah. What are you really? Exactly. And when the first time he interacts with like Thor and stuff is in this movie and just he nails the writing was nailed, the way that he performs it is nailed. Like it's just and I'm not the I'm not a big Robert Downey Jr. fan. I think he's amazing. And he was perfect for Iron Man. There's no one else. But the way he nailed it. He's seriously synonymous was amazing. with that, just like Dude, he was he the Wolverine. I mean exactly he is that character and Ruffalo was an amazing choice Uh, I love Ruffalo but when they first cast him I was like I don't know that's kind of awkward well of course following Edward Norton I'm actually a fan of the Incredible Hulk movie I am too the screenplay could have used some you know it's a little shoddy but still fun movie Hulk got showcased well fighting the abomination sorry I'm getting a little off track I love that I I love that brought him in that's what I'm saying Edward Norton was a great my boy Tim Roth did it come on now I know I know Tim Rothies Tim Rothenhofer man love the scene uh when you first get to meet Black Widow in this movie, she's being interrogated. Oh, dude, uh, that's one God, of those scenes. Three just mobsters, you know, oh, doing all they could, giving her all they had. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what <laughs> that's, that's, that's what they thought. That's what they thought they yeah. were doing. Uh, and just while having her hands tied, still to a chair, beating three people, and just walking off like you know, this is what I do. Picking up her shoes uh, at the end too on the phone. Dude, just gotta oh, go. Man, I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Kicked off her shoes. I love Widow. Oh, I don't understand how people. It have this criticism that Josh Whedon didn't write the female characters well in this movie. That was a criticism that was levied against him for both the Avengers movies. And it's like people just forgot that he wrote Buffy 
first off. Mm-hmm. One of the most lauded female characters of all of TV. One of the most well-developed and written female characters. Mm-hmm. The female characters on that show outshone the male characters, like, hands down. They were all written better, and they were all better developed. He did Firefly, which has extremely strong female characters in it. He did Dollhouse, which stars a female character in it. Like, the dude loves female characters, and he writes them very well. I thought the way he wrote Black Widow was incredible. She's her best writing period in all those movies is the first Avengers. And I thought she had really solid screen time too. Exactly. Dude, yeah, I mean, she's given a lot of time that- and she's putting on the same level of Iron Man, a guy in a suit, of Thor, a literal god, who is, of who's Captain America, face? who's a super soldier, of Hulk, who is Hulk, and she's put on the same level as them. It's never like, oh, she's just a human. No, she's the same level. Yeah, same exactly. with Hawkeye, same level. They are heroes. Great Hawkeye writing. also rewatching those movies, you know, you gain a little bit more respect. It does suck that he was taken out from yeah. basically the jump of that movie, <laughs> the very but beginning. you still didn't take away from his skill no, he's from still that Hawkeye. movie. He's still yes, beast yes. mode. And and that was another thing when you're saying not writing a woman well. He, Joss Whedon doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to her. And you have Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., who's at that time the face of the MCU. No, oh, I mean, his movies are really what propelled this to even happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's going to dominate most of the screen time. They zoom in on his face. I actually really like that aspect of Iron Man. That they just like the, did the, a suit, the and I'm like, oh, he's not in the suit. And, you know, that Luke oh, that oh, you're talking you about the animation for that? Yeah. Dude, that's How so cool. In, I love Jarvis, it. The little yeah. dialogue between him and Jarvis. Yeah, he's like, I love it. hey, uh, go ahead and do this already on it before he even finishes a sentence yeah. because, I mean, he made it. So, he's, of course, the text great. He's Tony Storks. Yeah, I was about to say, there's only one thing. No, there's only one country that can compete with Stark's technology. Wakanda? Wakanda. Forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. Uh, but to, to, to say that she's not written, she is absolutely wonderful in that film. Absolutely, like, I mean, Scarlett Johansson is absolutely. The awesome Russos did a really good... I'm she sorry. felt hurt, yeah, you know, dude. with losing one of her, like, mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Losing with Hawkeye, him. yeah, that's her best ha- friend. Having him have his mind take over. Feel bad for the doctor, too. God. Oh, dude, yeah, he, he gets pooped on. He was on. lost for, for <laughs> a while, for the, all of that movie, until, <laughs> yeah. like, they saved the day. Yeah, They're at the like, very end. Woo! That's why he's messed up in Dark World. And I see it right there. Loki Scepter. Yeah. Ooh, and how about Loki's scene when he's... When he thinks that he has the upper hand against Black Widow, that, dude, that's again putting dude, on a good acting job. When she goes and gets Hulk, her interrogation scene. When she gets Hulk, and then with Loki, are in my opinion three of the standout scenes in that movie. Dude. Those are three of the scenes that you immediately remember for the you film, realize and they're how dark all Black Widow scenes. I knew she like I remember her being written very well and loving her in this movie. But going back and watching it again, it's like reminded me. It's like man, she has so many key pivotal scenes she in this really movie, does. dude. And she, she takes is initiative. A key some of the things point of the film. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get it, dude. She's not as much of a key point in in. Uh, um, Ultron, which we'll get to when we get no, to that, but that's because they tried to balance so many more people yeah, too. Yeah. But at the same time, she still has a huge presence. But regardless, I think the Russos did a good job writing her as well for Civil War and for uh, Infinity War. But it's well, undeniable that her best writing, her the best. Stop. But that's all, folks. Yeah, it's undeniable in my opinion that she. Oh no, it's a fact. It's a fact. Okay, this. I like movies, and this is a fact. Getting it, out of hand. And for me, it's undeniable that her best writing and the best showcase of Black Widow was in the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really good in Winter Soldier, though. She's excellent in Winter you know, Soldier. She comes in, goes, comes in, steals the information from the jump. I mean, she's very well written in that, in that movie, movie, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the Russos do a great job with her as well. Yes. She's very well written, and she's pretty much treated like a co lead in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's her and Cap, which is awesome. I liked her in Aven- uh, Age of Ultron as I well. Did too. I mean, we'll save that for another, another talk. Exactly. Let me do that one. But uh, yeah, so. The team up was done very well. The action scenes are just fantastic, dude. The entire last hour of the movie is just an action scene, oh, and it's a beautiful, it's brilliant. The first time, like the Avengers scene, mm. when they all land, they've been fighting and they all land the together, and the camera does the pan around of them, and, Ca- and Tony Stark just cap call it. Mm-hmm. Woo! Woo! Get goosebumps thinking about it, man. Like that was the Avengers. Like okay, they're here. 
Cat first lands down on that car in front of the police people. He's like, mm -hmm. you know, bring the people here. Go ahead and get down 40th Street. Wait, He's like, what makes you think I'll listen to you? Let me kick like four people's butts real quick. Yeah, let me go just ahead. whip this guy's ass. And then Cop turns around why. immediately. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. we need to get here, here, here. Dude. Also, what, what I was saying, I don't mean to, you know, go back again, but when uh, <laughs> Black Widow. Okay, this is going so well, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Omega Level. This is great. Uh, but also another big initiative moment was Cap even questioned uh, Black Widow when they were first, when they were having, during that last little hour sequence, that right. awesome fight, they go into that. And oh, they her asked her, going if, up? Yeah, she yeah. Has a, you got a ride? He's like, I think so. <laughs> she even questioned herself. Yeah, she was like, like, I, I think I can know. do this. <laughs> I can do this. Shoots herself in the sky. Obviously needed a little help from, uh, uh, from Cap, Cap with yeah. his awesome shield. God, yeah. my brain. With his we, strength. Also, we skipped an amazing part of that movie. What's that? When Iron Man, Thor going at it for the first time. Thor's introduction. Dude, awesome yeah, that was so dope. Oh, dude. Oh, and then the, oh my God, the classic team up move of Iron Man shooting the shield. I was going to say projecting around. <laughs> Ultimate Woo! Alliance. Let's go. That that's, was that's fresh. First thought. Every time I, I see it. it. Every time that I was see fresh. It. Hulk and Thor teamed up for a little bit. Yeah, they yeah, were doing, yeah. they, mm -hmm. they didn't even, I don't think they were actually working together watching that. They're fighting on top of those, the, on one, top. the next big thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like they just were boom, boom. Thor throws his hammer. It happened to catch the person that Hulk was throwing back. Like, But then Hulk does shove like the big debris down and Hulk yes. or, and Thor hammers See, it that's, down. That's the that moment the I was thinking. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think that was intentional. I thought it was like, oh, Hulk just happened Boom, to smash and then just, ah. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was dope. And then, of course, they ended with wonderful comic relief when they go into the room. Thor looks at Hulk. Hulk does nothing but punch him in the face. <laughs> just get out. <laughs> this Dude, was for earlier. And then the, the, the best scene of the entire movie is when Hulk and Loki finally face off. <laughs> just bam, 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 bam. Puny God. God. <laughs> that was oh, awesome. The overall, great movie. Excellent, excellent start to like the whole overall team up of the MCU. Like, to MCU show that a team up uh, movie is, is possible, possible and, and, and can just blow the bank. Can be this I good. Mean, can be this good. We're going to go ahead and end the episode right there. So we uh, appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. We're on like 11 different platforms. So whichever one you're listening to us on, we appreciate you. Um, make sure you check out our social medias. We are on Instagram and on Twitter. And on Facebook. On Facebook, it is Omega Level Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Omega Level P Cast. And on um, Instagram, it is Omega underscore Level underscore Podcast. Make sure you check us out, hit us up, follow us, like us, subscribe to us, all that good stuff. Don't ever listen again. It's not worth your time. This show's awful. Yep. And we're also on Grinder. <laughs> we're also, on also on Tinder. Tinder. Omega level, level. on and everything. And also, uh, whatever that B one is. I don't know. We're, we're on that one, too. We're on. We're on that one, too. We're on We're on Pornhub, Omega level. Omega, check Omega us out. Hub. Mohega, Omega Hub? Omega Hub. Omega Hub. Omega Hub. Yeah. You heard it here. We just created that. <laughs> no one likes you.